When it's uh, 4.41 Central African time on this beautiful Thursday morning, Yomul Khamis, the 12th of Rabi'ul Awal, 14.45, which is also the 28th of September, 2023. I want to welcome the listeners of Radio al Sar International. I want to welcome the listeners of Marqa Sahaba, the voice of Ahlul Sunnah Wal Jama'ah. And of course... I want to welcome our beloved, honorable, respected Fadilatul Ustad, Hazrat Malana Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussein, Hafidahullah. Where is he this morning? He is in Umslanga. Ustad, welcome to the QA. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, Ustad. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Barakallahu feekum on Arafat. Jazakallahu khairan to our technicians, Junaid Mota, Dawood Mota, and Riyaz Mota. Nahmaduhu wa nuswalli ala rasulihi al-kareem. Amma ba'd, a'udhu billahi min ash-shaytan rajim Bismillahi ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Rabbi shrahli swadri wa yasilli amri wa ahlul uqdatan min lisani yafqahu qawli. Subhanaka la ilma lana illa ma allamtana innaka antal alimul hakim. All praise due to Almighty Allah, the sustainer, nourisher, and cherisher of the universe. Peace, blessings, and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Today is the 12th of Rabi'ul Awal year in South Africa, Southern Africa. And today, with the grace and mercy of Almighty Allah Azza wa Jalla, we focus on chapter 29, Suratul Ankabut, the spider, and verse number 20. Almighty Allah Jalla wa Allah commands us, Qul siru fil ard. Did you inform them, Ya Rasulullah Sallallahu Sallam, travel on this earth? As Muslims, we don't just go for visiting and touring for fun and entertainment. We travel so that we learn the history, we learn the geography, we learn the consequences, the lessons that are to be to learn. Kulsiru fil ardi, travel on this earth. Fanzuru kifa bada al khalqa. Go and see and observe how Almighty Allah initially created this creation. When you see Madain Asali and the place where Nabi Sali alayhi salatu salam was sent to, how he, Nabi Sali alayhi salatu salam, invited them and told them, Believe in Almighty Allah Jalla They said, No, we will not believe in you, nor in your message, O Sali alayhi salam. You tell your Allah from that mountain, He must produce for us a she camel, not the conventional way. But it must come from within the mountain, Naqatullah, the she-camel of Almighty Allah. He warned them, if you don't believe, then Almighty Allah will decimate, annihilate you. But they were proud and arrogant. And then when the she-camel was brought forth, he told them, one day the water you will drink from the reservoir, and one day the she-camel will drink. They got fed up with this arrangement, فَكَذَّبُوهُ فَأَقَرُوهَا they rejected him for Nabi Salam, and then they hamstrung and murdered the she camel. 
And Nabi Wasallam warned them. And then all Majjallah states, فَدَّمْدَمَ عَلَيْهِمْ رَبُّهُمْ بِذَنْبِهِمْ فَسُوَّاهَا All Majjallah crushed them, annihilated them. And remember, this is just but one example. So when we travel, we travel to the land of Sodom and Gomorrah, and we see what happened to the gay community, and they all, Majjallah, made the land and the sand, the lowest portion on earth, as far as altitude goes, all Majjallah speaks of all this in the Noble Quran. فَجَعَلْنَا عَالِيَهَا سَافِلَهَا All Majjallah rained upon them. Not the water. وَمْتَرْنَا عَلَيْهِمْ حِجَارًا All Majjallah sent down the brimstones upon them. And on that stones, their names were written there. So that is Kudrat Kakarishma, the manifestation of the power of all Majjallah. These are just examples, O person, O Muslim, O non-Muslim. Travel on this earth, travel to South Africa, and go and see what is in Cape Town. You'll find the oceans, Indian Ocean, Atlantic Ocean, Marajal Bahrain, Yal The two oceans meet, Bainahuma Barzakhullah Yabriyan. There's a partition. You go ask the people in charge of marine life, the oceanologists, or whatever they call themselves, and ask them, where's the partition? They will say, there's nothing. Then ask them, how come the water are not changing? That the one color still remains and the other color remains. The taste is different. The temperature is different. Who is doing this? People come and study the creation of Allah and admire it, but they forget the Creator Himself. So we say as Muslims, nay, admire the creation, but don't forget the Creator. He is one and only. And he all, Allah, will create you, resurrect you on the day of Qiyamah. Whether that person was buried, whether that person drowned and his body was not retrieved, whether that person was cremated, everyone will come. For the day of reckoning, Qiyamah, Qiyamah means to stand, to stand in the divine court, and then we have to give accountability. Allah, on this Mubarak day of travel, we learn this dua and supplication. Allahumma hasibna hisabi yasira. Oh, beloved Allah, make our hisab, our reckoning easy for us. Inna Allah ala kulli shayin qadir. Verily all might Allah has power over everything. I am Yenum Slanga. On top of me when I see, I see the stars. I see the ocean. And I hear the birds chirping away. And you go to Cape Town and you see the fish, the dolphins. They, they wing helter-skelter. They are suspecting something unexpected is going to happen. <coughs> so that is... Kudrat Kakarishma, that always know that all Allah has power over everything. For me and you, so many million, billion, zillion things are impossible. For all Allah, there's nothing impossible. He has power over everything. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Let us give you the news, views, interviews, locally, nationally, internationally, and globally. Allah gives honor to whomsoever He wishes. Allah does graces whosoever He wishes. The Saudi government, led by MBS, the Murtad bin Shaitan, 
So his envoy is gone there to Palestine, and they told him, you must not come to Masjid al-Aqsa. The whole land of Palestine is al-Ardul Mubarakah, the blessed land. The entire land of Palestine is al-Ardul Muqaddasah, the holy land. And the crown jewel of it, remember, is al-Masjid al-Aqsa, the second oldest mosque and masjid in the world. Forty years after the Baytullah Kaaba Musharrafah was built, as mentioned in Bukhari Sharif. So they told the Saudi envoy, you don't come here. You will get a threshing from us. You are the murtad. You are the shaitan. You will support MBS. And you are to normalize ties with Israel. How dare you put foot here in Majid al-Aqsa. What humiliation. What disgrace. Remember that is Allah's system. Never will the ummah accept MBS and normalization with the Israeli apartheid terrorist Nazi regime. Ben Gwede Harami, who is a terrorist according to Israeli law as well, he cancels the prayer service, although there was supposed to be segregation in Tel Aviv, and their own media wrote that this person, Ben is a provocateur. that meaning that he just keeps on provoking people, and the government will not last. Inshallah, they will be removed and humiliated forever. The most right-wing, the most terrorist government in the history of Israel, the rogue regime. And that speaks a lot, remember that. They write there, remember, in the Haaretz newspaper. This is all their news. So you must remember that the Israeli fingerprints are everywhere, that they are involved in ethnic cleansing in Karabao. So there where all the problems are taking place between Armenia and Azerbaijan, the Israeli agents are there, and they're busy with ethnic cleansing. The fingerprints are there. That's what the Haaretz says. Now this deal between the Saudis and the Israelis, Biden does not need it. He's already president. Whether he wins, doesn't win what he's bothered. As long as Hunter is hunting more prostitutes and he is going to be charged and is charged and so forth. So remember, he doesn't need this deal. And But the person who needs it desperately is B.B. Netanyahu, the war criminal, because he knows he has no credibility, nor in the international standing, and nor amongst majority of the Jutlas and so forth. So he needs to pull out a feather in his cap, and things don't look 100%. So you see, in America, so there was this one guy, and he ran away there to North Korea. He just jumped in one bus, and he went there, and then he said that, you know, I don't like America, and I like here North Korea. So the Jim Chung Chung, whatever his name, you must remember, of North Korea, he kept him there, interrogated him, got all the information. Now they expelled him. They said, you, you get out from here. So Travis King has been returned to the United States, and he is under their custody now. Very sad news in Pakistan. 56,000 Pakistani schools are closed. You know why? Because of an eye virus. These eyes that all Almighty Allah blessed us. Oh Muslim, oh Muslimah, always beg Almighty Allah, Jalla wala, Allahumma barikli fi sam'i wa fi basari. Oh Almighty Allah, give me barakah, blessing in my ears, in my hearing faculty. Always give me barakah, blessing in my eyes, in my vision. Yesterday I went to the who? Ophthalmologist. These are big, big terms, so difficult for me to promote, to pronounce it, you know. So Dr. Nasir Khan, Allah reward him, reward his family. 
MashaAllah, he told me he listens to this program regularly. Allah Ta'ala reward him. So imagine 56,000 schools in Pakistan are closed, you must remember, just because of I-virus. You know these places, they just give them food or whatever you, mm-hmm. that are poisonous, that are harmful. And because, you know, Chaiwala Agya, Chaiwala Agya, Piro, Piro, everywhere you will just find the tea man came, this man came, that person came, and it's very cheap, and they just eat and drink. Like how South Africa also, so many problems, just now you will hear of a crazy story. Listen to this story, yeah. This is Putin's story. So they say there's a Russian plane, right? And this Russian plane landed there in Mali. But when it had the Wagner group in there, some members of them, and upon landing, that plane crashed and it burst into flames. And some of these Wagner guys, they died there. But they're all keeping quiet about it, you see. So that is how they play the game. But we must expose them, whoever it is. So Gideon Levy, you see, Gideon Levy is a great journalist of Israel. He writes wonderful articles. Gideon Levy is a Jew. But he's a good Jew for us. He exposes the Israeli apartheid terrorist Nazi regime. So what does he do? So he says, when will Israel apologize to Palestine and the Palestinians for the crimes they committed against them? One word, Gideon Levy, you should have added, for the war crimes they committed in the past 75 years. So when will you apologize, eh, you Haramis, or you Jutlas, or you Hitler's children? Libya, they're waiting still for international aid. And 3,800 people dead, and that's where underplaying, remember, it will be much more than that, more than 4,000 people. Now listen to this story here. It has a South African connection. You know BA, British Airways, they fly to South Africa. So one of their pilots came here, and then he went for a cocaine binge. So he went to one place, and then he was involved with the women and prostitutes, and he drank so much that his name is Beaton, B-E-A-T-O-N, according to the media. And he got beaten up in this with drugs and women and all night sessions and all these things. Yeah, totally drunk. And next day he has to fly a plane from South Africa to London, can you believe? But his colleagues, they told the authorities that this guy is never sober and everybody's life is at risk. So they delayed the plane by one day from South Africa. And then he had to go back as a passenger. And then after investigation, they fired him. So you better check next time you go on these planes, you know. These pilots, they sober before when we were very young. Then they used to tell us, you must be sober like a judge. But some judge are also drunk nowadays, just like this pilot character. Okay, Iraq said story there, and 100 people plus dead. There was a wedding, and then in Nineveh. Nineveh is when Nabi Yunus, alayhi salatu salam, said he comes from there from that part of the world. Allah ta'ala have mercy on the ummah. You see, Biden, Biden is also another super terrorist. You must remember that. They love occupying land on the Muslims and so forth. Even now they're stealing the oil from Syria. So Biden, he has a dog. And this dog, it went to bite another secret service guy, you see. Instead of biting the enemies, biting their own people. Now when you have dog mentality, then that is what happens, remember that. 
So Russia tells Egypt, thank you very much. You did not supply any arms to Ukraine. So we appreciate that. We can continue with our friendship. Israel, you supplied arms, you supplied intelligence, you supplied this, that. So now you have become our enemy. Very good. We must support Putin against the apartheid terrorist Nazi regime of Israel. Therefore, they condemn Israel. Ukraine, listen to this Harami, he's a Jutla, remember that, Zelensky, OZ. So Z says the West must attack Iran and Syria. They're going to attack you, you must remember that, and they're going to fix you up because you're going to be kicked out very soon, and therefore you know your time is up because they're fed up of you and they're fed up of giving so many millions and billions and so forth. Pakistan receives petrol, oil, all that fuel from Russia, so things are going smooth that way there. Now listen to our guys and our politicians here. You know everywhere in South Africa there is load shedding, right? We all are living with that. I'm in Umslanga, supposed to be one of the prime areas here. You hear ting, 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 and then the lights go off. Then the generators come. In all five-star places, this way I am, you know, with Allah's help. And then after two hours or whatever, ting, 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 and then the lights come back and so forth. So you must remember, so listen to your, not mine, it's your, because you voted for them. So there the uh, deputy president, Paul Matashile, so he says, you know what? The problem for the load shedding is lack of engineering skills. Really, Mashatile? Is that the reason? But isn't that your guys' policy, affirmative action? Isn't that your policy, cater deployment? So you had all the people, ESCOM was number one almost in the world and in Africa and so forth when you guys took over in 94 and now you have become the laughing stock of the world and now you see lack of engineering skills. Go say that there to the animals in Kruger Park, man. Please don't make us fools, man. Don't always shift the blame. Say we ANC are crooks. Say we and ANC are criminals and filled with corruption. And say we ANC, we brought the policy and it was counterproductive of, of affirmative action and of cadre deployment. When you speak the truth, then people will respect you more. But when we keep on shifting the blame, then the people see through you. Rajbansi was asked, you know Rajbansi is from this part of the world, so his party was minority France. Master Rajbansi, what is politics? He said politics is to make the impossible possible. That was Rajbansi. Anyway, leave them out, stay far from these politicians, you must remember that. We know what they do most of the time and 99% of the time. Today, 12 Rabiul Awal, mashallah, give out some charity, do some good things fast and so forth and so on. And all that is sunnah to fast, to give out some charities, also good, mashallah, every day. And Allah, Jalla Wala, envelope us in His mercy. 8.30 to 9 will be a brother Abu Bakr Rawat and Mona Zahid Khan. And the program 11 to 12, so many thousands of people are going for Umrah. So we will discuss the places to visit in Makkah, Mukarramah. And inshallah, 1 to 2 will be the tafsir, commentary of the Noble Quran. Tonight we will be there, inshallah, inshallah, Aziz. 
in Amen Zimtuti, Isha Salat, 7.30 tonight. And after that, the program, Inshallah, Aziz, my nephew, Mona Ismail Karim, Ispingo Beach, will take me there because I believe it's very, very near from Ispingo Beach. First time I'll be going there to that Musalla Masjid. I'm not sure what it is. And the Imam is Sheikh Bukhari. So, Inshallah, we will meet him also as well. Barakallah. Well, that is a listener from Pretoria. Please tell Mufti A.K., former Deputy Minister of Foreign Affairs and long-time struggle, veteran Aziz Pahad. Of course, Marhum Aziz Pahad has passed away at the age of 82. A listener from Pretoria, Ustad. Yes, yes, I saw that news there. But any person who attaches himself with ANC, we, we stay far from them. So for me, there's not any news item. Next. Somebody says, Ustad, brother Vuyo. He says, morning, AK. What makes the person called the Pope? And is he that holy, sir? Vuyo, Ustad. Let me tell you, Vuyo, the story. Because I know the story you don't know, my brother Vuyo. And you must get one of your friends who knows German. You see, now the Pope, you must remember, is Pope Francis. So go back in the pages of history, and he is Pope Benedict. So Pope Benedict, when I went on my European tour, so I was in Germany, and then you know, first I was in Zurich, in Switzerland, and there they informed me. So, But I wasn't 100% convinced from there I was going to Munich in Germany, and I took that clip. So Pope Benedict is speaking to his bishops and cardinals and he's telling them, you see, this year, this Christianity is not a true religion. It's a false religion. And they're making you fools. The true religion is Islam. Now imagine if the Pope is saying this. So what happens to the Catholic Church? It falls away. The whole thing just crumbles. So when they told me this day in Zurich, Switzerland, I just heard, but I was not 100%, 90%, 80%, okay, but I want 100%. So in a case like that, you must remember what will we say. We say that you must remember that when I went there, I asked that person, your mother tongue is German, so translate this. He said, yes, this is the meaning. So you see, they made him resign. Now, who you? So what story they told the world? They can't tell the world the story that Pope Benedict says Christianity is a false religion, Islam is the true religion, and so forth and so mm. on. So they say that now there was too much pedophilia. There was too much were busy. The priests were busy. The clergy were busy with the boys and the children. So therefore they made him retire First time in how many years, you must remember, hundreds of years, a pope had to resign and then. So I said, but I need to meet the pope. So they said, nobody's allowed to meet him. They have placed him there like under house arrest. And they just tell the world he has retired and resigned. So there you got the story. You can Google it and see why did Pope Benedict resign. And after how many hundreds of years, somebody there in such a high post resigned. So you got the story, Pope. (laughs) You must go to the Vatican and see what happens there. One day, this Pope here, Francis, was caught watching, you must remember, all the porn sites and so forth. Mm-hmm. They say he is a horny Pope, remember. <laughs> he is old, but not cold. He's old, but not cold. A lot of things go on behind the probe also. <clears throat> Ustad, I've got a, a question <laughs> from overseas. Uh, Mufti Saab, is it permissible to have intimacy after shaving or cutting of the hair or before Tawafu Ziara? Ustad? My brother, you must remember, Hajj is finished, and this year Hajj is very far away. 
So when I deliver lectures there in Makkah, Mina, and all these places, I say before you make ziyarat of your wife, you must perform tawafu ziyarah. So meaning that, that after you pelted and after you, you must remember that you went there and slaughtered the animal and so forth, and then you shave your hair, then you go and perform tawafu ziyarah. And you make your sa'i and that you make tamat to hajj. Then you, after tawafu ziyarat, then you make ziyarat of your wife. You go and have conjugal relationship with your wife and that. Not the other way around. So then there are serious consequences. So be very careful about that. And if you want a hajj kitab, umrah kitab, just send me a message today. i got time, inshallah. Those of you waiting for answers, inshallah, inshallah, if everything goes according to schedule, I'll sit today two, three, four hours and answer all your questions this morning, inshallah. Sister Rachel says, morning to the Ansar team, why can't people build churches in Saudi Arabia? And does this law exist in any other country on earth? Sister Rachel Ustad. So my sister Rachel, if I ask you a question that why can't I build a mosque? You must remember in Tel Aviv. Why can't I build a mosque? You must remember right there next to where the Jutlas got their synagogues and all that in Israel and so forth. They will allow them in certain places, but you know how many mosques they have stolen and demolished? So when it asks about Muslims, then Muslims, we say, true Muslims, we say that Mustafa Habibuna Sallallahu's demise took place today on the 12th of Rabiul Awal in the 11th year of the Hijrah, and that was 11 years after the migration from Makkah Mukarramah to Medina Munawwara. We don't apologize for this. We say it happily. In Muslim Sharif, it is mentioned one of the authentic compilations wherein the statements and speeches and actions of the Master, والسلام, or Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, are recorded. He said, Akhrijul Yahud wan Nasara min Jaziratil Arab. Expel the Jews and the Christians from the Arab Peninsula. This is our cradle and this is our foundation. We don't want them here. They must go to other places and so forth. So that is why we won't allow it. But when you claim you have democracy, you claim you have your so-called human rights, then you steal our mosque and you occupy it and demolish it and so forth. Go and see in India how many mosques have been demolished by the BJP government, Modi ji, the butcher of Gujarat, the biggest government on earth, according to Google, in the beginning of August this year. Go and ask in Palestine. In 1994, 25th of February, 1994, in Hebron, what Baru Goldstein did. He came in the mosque in the month of fasting. It was 16th Ramadan, midway of Ramadan. He murdered my brothers cold-bloodedly. 29 passed away, became shuhada and martyrs in the mosque. Others succumbed to injury, and 70 approximately was the death toll. What did the Israeli apartheid terrorist Nazi regime of Hitler do? You must remember, they stole our mosque. I performed prayer there in 89, in 92. When I went after 94, I see half our mosque is occupied and stolen by these people. 
You understood, my sister Rachel? That is what you must ask the questions of the Hindus there in India and of the Jutlas, the cursed nation, the Jews there in occupied Palestine. We don't say Israel because by us, true Muslims, Israel is an illegitimate state and a Harami state. And if you don't understand Harami, it means illegitimate child, a bee. Ustad, I've got a new listener, Sister Renita. And uh, she says she's uh, a first-time listener. She's listening to you. She needs an urgent answer. Why do Hindus burn their dead while Muslims and Christians bury them? My father is 81. He passed away four days ago, and they want to cremate him. Sister Renita, I need your urgent answer. Ustad. My sister Renita, first and foremost, we thank you for your interest and waking up so early to listen to us. We thank you. We offer condolences. Obviously, in Islam, we're not allowed to attend any non-Muslim funeral, but we can offer our condolences to the bereaved family. Now, Almighty Allah in the Noble Quran teaches us, you know about Adam and Eve. And when you were in school, my sister Anita, you learned about Cain and Abel, Kabil and Habil. So Kabil, he murdered his brother Habil. So now he didn't know how to bury him. So Almighty Allah sent the bird. And the bird went and started digging up in the land and the sand to show him, to show Kabil, that this is how you must brother, you must bury your brother. So that is the natural system Islam has, that we bury our deceased and so forth. My sister Anita, I visited India six, seven times. So once I went with the tour, so they stopped the bus stop. We all foreigners, most of us, we jumped off and that whole place was covered. So then they told us that this graveyard and cemetery belongs to the Parsis. You know, Parsis is a group in India. You find various groups of people. So they said they don't bury the dead. They just go there and they throw the body to the vultures and so forth. They say the person died and is waste of time now. What you want to waste time, just throw them to the vultures and so forth and they will tear them apart. So I'm asking you, that is what you think. Will you want that for your father, mother? No, but that's what they believe in. When you ask the Hindus, you must remember they cremate. So when I was in Newcastle for 20 years, not far from my house, before they had the formal one, they had the informal one. And when they were cremating, I could even hear the body incinerated and the sounds and bang, bang, and all these things there. So imagine the person is being punished here in this world. And then they take the ash and then they throw it in the river. And you must remember in the ocean, whatever they have. So Islam will never allow this type of things here. It is far away from the natural system. So the natural system is this, that we should always bury. And that is what Almighty Allah teaches us in the story of Cain and Abel. So you should tell them that no, you as a family member, you object to this and you have freedom of religion. You want your beloved father to be buried. So that should be done according to That's my advice to you. Mm. Then you discuss it with your family, my sister. She says, uh, thank you very much, uh, Ustad. Carry on. Ustad, uh, this brother, uh, brother Vijay, he says, who is Arib Ahmed? What's his role in India's moon mission? Why is Indian media avoiding him in the news reports, Vijay? And he says that, uh, I would like to take you out uh, to Mag and Bean. Ustad, brother Vijay. 
The doctor came in time to pick me up. I saw the doctor, I started coughing. But the doctor is my connection, Dr. Junaid Arbi. So I just jumped in his car now and we're going here to pray now. Uh-huh. So Vijay, you want to take me out to where? Mug and beans. But I don't need beans. <laughs> so, so anyway, thank you, Vijay. Allah bless you, guide you to the Ameen. truth, my brother. <clears throat> you see, you must understand India, especially under BJP, RSS, you don't have to be a rocket scientist. Just go to the website of RSS. Go to the website of BJP. Their policy is Hindufta. That Hindus must be elevated. Muslims must be relegated. Muslims must be considered second, third, fourth class. So whether the Muslim wins the cricket, whether the Muslim wins the hockey, I'm using this because these are favorite sports there in India. Whether the Muslim becomes the greatest doctor, they will downplay it. Whether he's the greatest astronaut or what cosmonaut or moon sami or whatever you want to call him. So you must remember that they will always try and discredit it or marginalize the contribution made by the Muslims. So therefore, go study the war of independence. It was by the Muslims, by the Hindus, by the Sikhs, by the Christians, by people who were atheists against British colonial rule. Go and read the lectures and all that of that, you know, and you will then learn so many things. He is one of the leaders of the Congress party, Shashi Tarur, the one line of his, I love it. He said that all these museums there in London and them, we call them the looting group, you must remember. Therefore, the word looting, it came from Urdu and Hindi into the English lexicon as well, because they looted so much. You see, if you understand Hindi and you understand Urdu. So that is why, whether you have a Muslim, whatever he is practicing or not, but they will always try and marginalize him and discredit him. So that is their deliberate policy. Okay, we are here now, inshallah. So our time is up. So inshallah, tonight we will be there in Amenzim Toti and near Ispingo Beach, about six, seven minutes from there, according to my nephew, Mona Ismail Karim. So make dua, read abundant Durood Sharif Surah Kaf tonight. Allah Jalla Wala grant us all tawfiq. Ameen. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah.